Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Huzzah. Huzzah. It begins. Uh... Hey, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Tomorrow the War. The Tomorrower. The Tomorrower. Uh, Tom, maybe we just shouldn't have movies. We are fighting a war 30 years in the future. Is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, this is the new uh, sci-fi July 4th summer blockbuster starring Chris Pratt. As Hero McHero, who must save the world from an alien invasion, that is every alien invasion you've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, I want to. Um, I want to. I want to yeah. start just by making it. It's very on Amazon clear Prime this weekend. It's on Amazon Prime this weekend. I think. I think Amazon paid a bunch of money to acquire it. Um, okay. Like I think this was a Skydance production, if I remember correctly. Right. Um, like I this just... was supposed to be a big theatrical film, and then the pandemic happened, and people were panicking. So I think Amazon bought this uh, after the fact, I believe. Okay, and I just want to make it very clear: it's free on Amazon. That doesn't mean you have to watch. It. Well, it's, you have to. It's free with. It's included with Prime. Okay. Yeah. Still doesn't mean you have to watch it. I don't. I don't want to encourage anybody. Well, it means technically. This, I just want to. I, I want to make that uh, distinction because it means technically, uh, it costs you a hundred dollars to watch this movie. Really? That's the that's the price of a Prime membership. Oh yeah, this movie with other things. But yes, technically, this is a hundred dollar movie. That's a good way of putting it. It's uh, more than that. It's costing time, like your time, that you could watch. Uh, the new Soderbergh movie. You could watch Fear Street. Uh, you could watch a, a movie you've already seen that's good. Another movie that has uh, Sam Richardson in it that is available on VOD this weekend, Werewolves Within. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things you could watch that isn't The Tomorrow War. Yeah. That, uh, is, that isn't two and a half hours of The Tomorrow War. Yeah. Of just wasting everyone's time. Yeah. Even the plot. The plot. Like the characters. Their time is wasted. Yeah, by the 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 revelation in the movie. We're gonna talk this, about it. Yeah, this movie brought like this made me depressed, like profoundly depressed. Tom, I can see that. I had the opposite reaction to it because this this script is such a piece of shit that I was like, oh yeah. well, hell, that's easy. Yeah. Oh no, it's easy for like podcasting. No, um, I mean to write a script. Oh yeah. Well, this is <laughs> all right. Like well, this is well, why if this made big me piece of shit can be a $200 million movie with Chris Pratt, then I can surely write something. But this, this is the problem is, um, like, all right, so this morning I took a shower, right? As one does. And in the shower, I was thinking about the fact that I just, I submitted another script to the blacklist and I just got feedback for mm -hmm. it and another high rating for a different script. So I now have two scripts in the blacklist that have high ratings. And I've gotten, you know, conversations with managers, producers from this, and they're, they're, it's all the same stuff. Mm -hmm. It's all like heavily gatekeeping. It's all, we loved your script. Now, will you write this other thing? And we're not going to pay you. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of managers telling me how much they loved it, but then being like, but can you change it to this? 
And it's such a cynical process when you're trying to just write something that you believe is good. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you, and then you get all this bullshit back, this gatekeeping. And then you sit down and you watch a movie like this. Like I had just thought about that in the shower unrelated to this movie and then sat down and watched it and like saw that this movie has like 10 producers and this one writer who has done like a couple things that's probably also someone who's just trying to make it uh and and just seeing like i could just feel the torment on screen of this this profound mediocrity of like mediocrity whatever mm -hmm. uh of of this film of like they clearly were just putting band-aids on band-aids yeah and like he he this writer clearly had so many producers being like you got to do this and you got to do that and it just it definitely all amounts to this just derivative boring uh confusing piece of shit that yeah. that's probably gonna make a lot of money well i don't know or, I, I don't, I, don't know. I sincerely doubt it will at how much have you seen about this film I don't know. Like it's not, not getting good reviews. Not, no one's praising it. They're not really marketing it. They're not. It's not getting good reviews. Like it's not. Right. Gonna, it's not going to do any kind of business. This movie will be forgotten in weeks. Um, yeah. I don't know that I'm willing to to feel that much uh, pity for the writer because yeah, you can feel a lot of notes. Like there's a lot of moments in the movie where it's not pity. It where go on. Yeah. I, I, let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, where it's there's a lot of moments in the movie where like it, you can clearly tell the notes like when Chris Pratt or Sam Richardson will just pause the film to do bit to do a bit right. for like 10 or 15 seconds just to add some jokes to it because they didn't write any um, but this movie the the biggest problem with this movie on t in addition to just the fact that it is simply a combination of every alien invasion movie you've ever seen. It has no original ideas to it. No, um, it does not. The biggest problem is that it writes itself into a corner roughly every 15 to 20 minutes and then yeah. has well, the to just have some character come up and just vomit out some bit of its expository dialogue that gives us a new that introduces a new rule that justifies what's happening it's like you said they keep slapping band-aids on it and there you yeah. can't you can't convince me that that's just producer meddling like that's a well, problem with the bones of the script too no here's the thing is i think there was i think this is so because i again looking at the writer i don't know maybe this is the writer's brilliant idea but they're clearly someone who like I, I think this I think this was conceived by like a producer coming to them and being like I want to make an alien movie uh, with time travel or something, and them just finding a writer who is willing to take all the notes and compile them mm -hmm. and not complain how incredibly derivative it is. Yeah, and it just like I it's not really pity, but it's like I know this writer like his career is not going to take off after this or might not because of this and like i just i can't believe this was anybody's passionate idea i don't think it because, was yeah it feels like like i got notes on a script that i did which was like we need like every every producer i think when they're doing scripts like this they're trying to make it pop out they're trying to be like we need something unique a unique spin and then they end up making it really dumb Right. I've had suggestions that were similar to things happening in this movie where it's like, we need to make it like something unique. So let's cram this like concept into yeah. it. And it's like, no, you're making it bad. Yeah. 
what's unique is just telling a good story that's well made mm-hmm. uh, that people will enjoy. And so this this fucking tomorrow war. <laughs> it's nothing. It's it's uh, all. It's just a bunch. It's like nineteen different concepts pulled from a bunch of different sci-fi and no story. There's no story. Yeah, it's a series of plot devices yeah. that they w- thought would make p- it pop out, like make people go, "Oh, what a unique film!" But it's it's an absolute fucking mess. Right. It's just it's worse Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it's worse Edge of Tomorrow. That's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. I I all right, and it I'll, doesn't I'll, even I'll, it doesn't even have like I. We talked about it. Like you, you don't like Edge of Tomorrow as as much as I do, but at least Edge of Tomorrow has like a compelling hook in its story, meaning its protagonist. He has a compelling arc where he starts out as a coward and then becomes not one. Yeah, uh, at least oh, it, at no. least it has that. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow has a lot of good things going to it. My problem with the Edge of Tomorrow, y- yeah, um, we don't is... need to rehash it, but well, no, no, I, it's it's similar. It's it's the it's this movie is the same issue times a thousand, mm-hmm. which is that if you're going to introduce a sci-fi element like time travel, you have to be clever, yeah, and you have to really like play by the rules, right? You uh, can't change the rules right before the climax to allow your climax to happen. Yeah, it, th- it has to make sense, and it, they're like when you do time travel, it 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 should mean something, uh, and in this movie, it's meaningless. In fact. All of the second act, which is the largest the tomorrow part of the movie, war, the tomorrow war is unnecessary. It doesn't because matter if you yeah if you recall when we were talking about this at Hypecast, there was that question of like wait they can go back in time why don't they just stop the war before it starts and like focus on that and it turns out that the characters in the movie have to realize that after the second act mm-hmm. uh, and that is so and it, it essentially nullifies everything yeah so, yeah we should explain the plot i mean right okay. yeah so the it takes place in 2020 well the the present day part is 2022 uh during a right. soccer game some visitors come in from the future from 2051 and they're like the war is being uh, the the world's being ravaged by an alien invasion we're down to a f- a fucking 500,000 global population which i can't wait to talk about um right so we need to pull people from the past and they they have to do the screening process to find people like they, they do this vague thing where they're like, well, we only certain people qualify for the time jump. And, it, and we learn pretty quickly that the certain people that qualify are people that die in between 2022 and 2051. They have to go grab people who die in that middle part so as to not create a paradox. Um, sure. Sure. But. Anyway, so they start sending just loads and loads of randos to the future. It goes on like, for a while. Old people too, like like people oh, who have gonna, no business. We're we're gonna talk about that. We're just doing a quick, okay. <laughs> quick plot rundown. So we have Chris Pratt, who is uh, army man, but also a scientist. Uh, he gets sent back because it turns out he's gonna die in seven years. Uh, he goes to the future. Um, he meets his daughter there, who has grown up to be a, also an uh, ar- army man scientist. Uh, she, she she is like a fucking impossible biologist and also a military badass because she had two right. s- two separate twenty year careers. Um, and they she has devised this serum from the blood of a, a queen because there's a queen because this is every alien movie ever. 
yeah um that will if they it's it's like the virus uh, in in war of the worlds or, or independence day or there's several movies where you inject them with this thing and it kills them um so she gives it to chris pratt to bring back to the present so they can synthesize it because they don't have the resources anymore to synthesize it in the future but he gets sent back when he gets sent back to the past um there the time machine breaks so he can't go back to the future so in present day they have to figure out where the aliens land and it turns out they didn't land they crashed here like thousands of years ago in the arctic uh they find their spaceship they go in there they wind up not using the serum to kill the aliens they just blow up the ship there's um and then they they kill the queen and uh, the world is saved yep they use the serum to kill the queen because mm-hmm. there was a producer note, I'm sure, that said, like, well, we have we to need use a villain. the serum. Yeah, we need a villain. And the serum has yeah. to have some... Somebody, has to have some somebody use. Noticed, uh, somebody noticed that the, uh, the serum winds up not mattering whatsoever, but they didn't notice it enough to actually fix that problem. Right. And that this is what I mean of, like, <laughs> like this is where I it stinks of producer notes, because you get a note like that... And the proper thing to do is to tear it all down and start over, Mm -hmm. but you're on draft eight and you're like, okay, I guess he'll kill him with the serum at the end. He'll stab her with the serum. And then the producer doesn't notice that that's dumb too. And is just like, great. Yeah. You did the thing. You did the thing I wanted. Let's move on. Like it, it's so much of like, it feels so much of notes like that where it's yeah, like, can, I, can we do blank? And it's like, yeah, I guess I'll stick that in this scene. Yeah. And it's like, great. You did the thing. And it's it's a, like, okay, moving on. Yeah. It's what, it's what you, I'm, it's, I don't, I just don't, I don't think this movie should depress you because you mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, this is, this wasn't anybody's vision. Like nobody sat down and pitched this and then it was ruined by, this was a movie written by committee. Like I it, should explain. It's so clear that it was written by committee. <laughs> I should explain this. Uh, this could have been any mediocre movie. Yeah, I was just in a mood right, where right. like it depressed me. Sure. Um, it's just like it. It represented something I was already thinking about at yeah. the time. Uh, I, I just this, don't want you to be sad, Dave. <laughs> I know. I know. This movie it's just. This it's, movie it's was one a of piece those of movies. shit from Jump Street. <laughs> but it's so. one of those movies that makes you go like, "Why am I even doing this?" You know, like. What's the point? Yeah. Like this I know, is such but look at all the other mediocre bullshit. Look at all the other cool stuff that's coming out. It's yeah. you know, it's just this yeah, this no. this big old stinky piece of shit is no, I'm, I'm probably uh, ruining watch, movies. Ruining movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch a good movie later to not be depressed. But yeah. right now, god damn it. Yeah, this is a big old it's, stinky piece of shit. Yeah. So th- what 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 we're saying here is that. The way they figure out where the aliens landed is they analyze, like, a piece of the alien. Mm -hmm. And what that all means is that, again, it never occurs to them. They come back in time, and they're like, so our plan is to recruit you and bring you in the future to fight? And it's like, they they try to do the thing where it's like, someone goes, why don't we... uh..." go back in time earlier in the war. And they're like, we can't do that because of this arbitrary rule that doesn't make sense. They, they have something they, called the raft. They don't explain it well. It's the quantum leap rule. It's, I don't, I think it's actually based on a, this, cause you know, there's a million different theories about how time travel might work. And yes. it's like the, the rule here is they can only go back. They can only travel between two fixed points and the points remain fixed no matter what 
the problem is that the fixed points are broad because yeah, they're not traveling between two fixed points. They're mm. traveling between spans of weeks and months. Yeah. Like that's like that's first of all the problem. They say something like it, it doesn't work both ways. It's like, really? Cuz you guys keep coming back and forth. They also have armbands that after 7 days automatically send them back in time. So it's it's that thing where they want to have it both ways. Yeah. Where they're like, no, it can only exist when the raft exists. And it's like, but doesn't the raft exist for a while? Uh, and like you built a second raft here, so wouldn't you? Couldn't you go back for as long as that second raft exists? Uh, assuming that second raft exists well into the war, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, yeah, they they. It's uh, it's yeah. nonsense. No, it's it's um, complete gibberish because there isn't a second raft. They don't build anything yeah. in the present. So there's like there's However, no there's no reason why the uh, yeah the thing the time machine in the future can only send people back to can only. Tra- transfer people back and forth to uh, some point i don't like <laughs> right like, also what? they can yeah, talk back sense. and forth they talk regularly to the future there's a lot of things they should do before sending civilians back in time to die like yes a huge thing that i got hung up on um is is the uh, the, the the stuff about the war itself because the idea is that the situation has become so desperate that they're just taking anyone, right? They just need bodies. The problem is, is we're fighting a war about to, to stave off the literal extinction of humanity. And when they go to the future during the war, we see like three different suicide missions where it's like they we have a couple of different characters who are like seasoned vets. Like there's this one dude named Darius, I think. Um, who we learn has like cancer, he's gonna die in eight months, so he just keeps doing tours into the future because he's like, fuck it, if I'm gonna, I'd, I would rather die shooting aliens, and I understand that. Um, right, and then, but, and then his daughter is kind of the same way in the future where they have right. this very grim view of like, nah, people, everybody here is expendable, we have to save humanity. It's like, I, but like, the goal of this war is to preserve human life, and we're just throwing people into the meat grinder. Like, when they send, Chris Pratt and Sam Richardson and all of our main characters into the future, they don't tell them anything. There's no training. They drop them into the middle of a conflict that for some reason they're falling 300 yes, they, fucking miles out of the sky that they, they never explain them. why that happened. They deploy them in the air. They deploy them like, in the, what's in the, the fucking, fucking atmosphere above yeah. Miami. Yeah. They have, they have one line. Someone, a technician goes, oh, we should figure out what went wrong there. And then they move and on. We never address it. again, because it just stinks a producer note. Yeah, there's so, like, so the many... The opening of this movie, it opens with that, right? And I could just see the producer note going, people are going to be bored, let's open with an action scene. Can we open with a flashback yeah. to what happens? And when you think about it, that flashback, that opening has no purpose. Mm-mm. No narrative purpose. It's just to say to the audience, don't worry, something's going to happen. It's the reason why two-minute trailers on YouTube have... Uh, a six second sizzle reel before them exactly Um, the thing that i was getting to is well additional like there's there's a couple of things around this idea of the war so there's the the fact that it's supposedly a war to preserve humanity and there everyone in the future is just beyond cavalier about throwing these people on the meat grinder to the point where another clear producer note and another one of the many instances where it's clear they just wrote themselves into a corner and they just said well let's just have somebody say a new rule um, the aliens are fucking invincible um, yeah. when they land, and then Darius—I I think that was his name. 
Uh, Mysterious or Dario. Anyway, he comes sli- He literally does the slide shotgun <laughs> yeah. from Call of Duty to take one out. And then he turns to the rest of the team and he's like, you got to shoot him in the throat or the, or, the, or the body. Those are their weak points. I'm like, could you have taken three seconds to tell people this before you sent them to the fucking future war? Tell right. them where to shoot the monsters. Also, the monsters are just completely bestial. They're, 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 they're just another iteration of the aliens from Aliens. Um, yeah, or or yeah. yeah, they have big. Um, they don't have Edge of Tomorrow vibes. Well, they don't they're even tentacle monsters. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're dogs. But they don't know? even they don't even have the Edge of Tomorrow ability. Like they're just monsters, um, right? And until they're not, they say that they're like they're just here to eat. They're monsters, and then later the queen like listens to them right like reads their (laughs) lips like how and understands somehow that they're using her blood to generate a poison that's going to kill all the aliens but anyway the point is is they tell us right away that the population of the entire planet is less than five hundred thousand people um today in 2021 we have planes tanks the navy right guns that shoot bullets that fly through layers of of steel and armor at i don't know several thousand feet per second uh how the fuck did these uh uh they're basically just lions with tentacles angry lions with tentacles uh how did they kill so how did they reduce the population of the entire planet to less people than live in like brooklyn Exactly. Like what? because they, we, a... we, they show them get <laughs> defeated with planes yeah. in this movie. Like in when the I saw war. when I saw the planes, I shouted. I was like, "We still have fucking planes!" Yeah. How are because we they're, losing? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> well, you see, Tom, they're invincible except for their throats and stomachs, right? And explosions. Yeah. Uh, no, this is the thing: is you could go back in time. They know where it started. They're like, it started in Russia. It spread across the world. You, all you have to do is say, heads up. That's it. You've gone back in time. You can say, hey, you know how you have nukes and missiles and all that stuff? Uh, well, you need to be ready for this. That's why, like, Terminator makes, it. like, a plot like Terminator works because it's the idea of they hacked us. They turned our nukes against each other. They wiped out humanity. We're, we're desperate. Uh, we find a time machine. Etc. You know, like that's how they got around that. This, there's no reason we've been having our ass kicked by mm-hmm. these aliens. There's, there's simply, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the movie Especially, makes no attempt to explain how it happened. Yeah, they could have done a virus. They could have said, oh, there's a virus that they spread. Mm-hmm. That no, no attempt. And again, with proper knowledge, uh, which we have. Like, again, they don't even attempt it. They're not even like, so this is what we have to do now that we're back in time. We can just warn you and then and we're good. Uh, and I think and, that and, comes from. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I think it comes from where this movie, I think, was starting from where the gem where I think the writer was starting from and trying to get across is that this is clearly at one point this script was about climate change and then it just wasn't. Mm hmm. Because they mention, there's constant mentions of melting ice and um, the future and inevitability and teenagers being like, what's the point? We're all going to die mm-hmm. in 50 years. Yeah. It's so clearly like at one point was that. Yeah. And then it got so fucking waterlogged 
with bullshit that it loses that thread almost immediately. Almost, it loses just about every thread it introduces because it's also briefly about Chris Pratt being dissatisfied with his career. Yeah, uh, and then it's also a- and then his arc is realizing that his family is is what should be the the how he should define his happiness and success. Uh, but they introduce yeah. that in one scene in the beginning of the movie, do not explore it at all for the entire film, and then bring it back in a voiceover narration at the end, which is the first bit of narration in the film. Yes. When your movie ends with narration, and there hasn't been narration in the movie at all up to that point, there's a decent chance it was a bad movie. Not all the time. Not all the time. But there is a decent chance you've just watched a very bad movie. Yes, it is most likely a disaster. Yeah, and they realized a... it in editing, so they had somebody come over, come in to explain the ending. Yeah, there's a very thin character arc where, like, he has problems with his dad, mm-hmm. and then he learns that, um, in the timeline where the they didn't go back in time and start the future war, he was gonna leave his family. There's like a weird anti-divorce message, uh, where at the end he's like, "I'm never leaving this family," and it's like, I don't know, man. What if they want to leave you? Maybe it doesn't work out. Like Yeah. And like yeah, he gets to the future and she's like furious with him because they got divorced. Like she's like uh, so you left right. us. It's like your mom and I got divorced. And then she's it mad that he died. He like, died in a car accident. Right, he died in a and car like, accident. <laughs> and it, she doesn't like if it was like drunk driving or something. Okay, right. sure. But they don't no, do that. No, it's he just, has, you got in a car accident. He, How dare you? He literally has no flaws. They were so scared to give him a yeah. flaw that they have to have his daughter's issue with him be like. Doesn't it doesn't make sense? Like you would under. It's nonsense. Like I could forgive. It would be perfectly understandable if when the first time they actually talk about it, she kind of, you know, uh, lets him have it a little bit because it's the first time she's seen him since she watched him die in a hospital bed when she was a teenager. So she's had all this pent up resentment and stuff she's always wanted to say to him for the past several decades. Yeah, there's a scene where that comes out, but like they have it be like. It's supposed to be this thing like he has to fix. It's it's so weird because they were so again they were just scared to give him any kind of flaw. So they have the big issue be that they got divorced, and it's like that sucks, but it, it happens all the time. Happens like yeah, uh, uh, like do it you happens. remember? <laughs> like all right, more more character stuff. Do you do you remember the uh, his advice, which is like work propaganda, where he says, you know how you succeed. Uh, you know how I'm going to get ahead. I, I will do what no one else is willing to do, which to me was like, oh, yep, <laughs> like that uh, it, yeah. stunk of like, oh, you mean like do work unpaid? Yeah. <laughs> you know, work uh, for free. That's not, yeah. That's not what success is. It's not doing what other people aren't willing to do. There's that's actually a really toxic message. It's a very toxic to message. And that's, that's it's like, no, not for nothing that it's an Amazon film. Yeah. <laughs> And so what is funniest about that is they try to bring it back at the end and she's like, dad, I need you to bring this, this cure back in time. Cause I need you to do the thing no one else is willing to do. And I was like, wait, why is no one else willing to do that? No one else is willing to take the <laughs> alien killing poison back in time to manufacture yeah. it and win the war. I think a lot of people you didn't because she's like, I brought you because the idea is she brings him specifically. Yeah. And it's because she he's told her that that's her reason. 
And it's like, the fuck? Well, you traumatized your young self, brought... And also, she doesn't just bring him to the future, but she brings him immediately into a war zone. She doesn't... That's the other thing, is that what we learn is that she wanted her dad. She drops him out of the sky above exactly. Miami. And it's like, what if he died? There was like a extreme... Like, if you needed him specifically, you're a colonel, just say... Bring him here to the base. Mm -hmm. You don't have to bring him into a fucking war zone and have him. But again, it's a producer being like, let's have an action scene. Yeah. And it's like, all right. Like, it's all nonsense. The th an additional thing there. It's, it's again, this movie constantly writes itself into corners. Like, I'm not exaggerating. It's like every 15 or 20 yeah. minutes. Um, in addition to the serum not mattering because they just blow the alien hive up at the end. Um her reasoning for needing him specifically and sending this, it doesn't make sense because what she says, I believe is something to, it's like they have a scene where Chris Pratt is upset about the mission she gives him. Cause she's like, okay, you have to take the serum back to your time and synthesize it there because we don't have the resources to do it. And then you're going to send it to the future so we can kill the aliens and like, but that'll mean you won't exist. And she's like, yeah. And so like, that's the big, like I think that was the idea behind telling him I need you because you'll do what nobody else will do. Like she knows he'll do it uh, to right. for for the sake of their family, but that doesn't make sense. Like if he makes the serum in the past and sends it to the future to kill the aliens in the future, that future still exists. Right. So he, they still have to let most of the world died it's it's like again they, it never occurs to them at any point to prevent the war well it's literally i want you to go back in time with this toxin so that you can then bring it back to now so we can win mm -hmm. um and you're right the future would then still exist it still exists so it doesn't do the thing yeah but everybody talks as if they're gonna and they did yeah if you kill the, well yeah there's because they're still everybody's talking about like you're gonna prevent the you're gonna stop this war before it happens it's like no it's still gonna happen like yeah you're talking about ending the war ending, in the future yeah ending the war in the future so it's all still gonna happen right <laughs> like, which again can't stress enough it never occurs to her to be like synthesize it and then use it when the war starts like then you just use it uh, uh, there's so many moments like that when they find the alien ship Chris, they, they have to really sweatily explain why, because they, when they find the alien ship, we know it's going to thaw in like 30 years Yeah, because of climate change. They add that in there and because they watched the thing. Um, and so they're like, and Chris Pratt does a speech where he's like, we can, we can take pictures. We have proof. We can go back, show it to the government because the government didn't believe them for some reason. For some uh, fucking reason, the yeah, government. Yeah, he comes. He's it's, like, I'm it's from to the explain, future. It's to explain why the government doesn't send like a huge team, a huge operation. It had to be yes. our core main characters. Yeah. So he says we could take pictures, bring it back to the government, or we could end this right now. And all I was thinking is like, no, bring it back to the government. You have 30 years. Yeah. Like, and bring it back to the government. We're already and then at the point and then where we're fucking nuke it from orbit. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's like Siberia. No one's there. There's a single alien ship with the, all the things in it. Just say, okay, we're going to come back. We don't need the fucking toxin. We just need to blow up this ship. Yeah. We can do it from the goddamn sky. They, we can do it, it with yeah, a drone. They could have gone in there. Yeah, there's. Yeah, we have drones now. We do so much with drones. Like, why aren't we using drones in, in 2051? Yeah. Um, 
it's just the fact that it's like uh, they the, have a guy that doesn't believe them and it's like we're in a we're in a world that's already reached the point of a global draft sending people to the future why right. the fuck wouldn't they believe him um also they almost fail doing yeah. it themselves yeah. and almost prematurely cause it to happen yeah it's so much easier to just send a, a small team in a helicopter come down put a bomb on the ship mm-hmm. and leave yep that's all they had to do. That's all they didn't even need to fuck with the serum because fucking with the serum is yeah. what almost ruins it all. It wakes the aliens up. They could have walked yeah. in there and just and just littered, just be throwing bricks of C four around like Easter eggs, and then just leave. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They just blow up the ship mm-hmm. because that's all you need. The serum to do. does not matter <laughs> because it's, it's again, matter. it's X needs to happen, so we have to have a character say some sweaty dialogue to explain it Mm -hmm. and it never adds up nope it is this movie such a bad movie this movie took me three hours to watch because i kept losing interest so hard that i would just miss five minutes so i'd have to keep rewinding it yeah i i want to shout out i guess uh a couple i guess good things uh and that's very fleeting i thought the alien design was good i thought i thought they looked good I, I think they look derivative, but the first time they see them in the stairwell, okay, you know what? I'm just, I'll say it this way. That one stairwell scene was the only part that I was like, this is well done. The alien reveal was good. The alien reveal and then them coming down the stairs, mm-hmm. I thought was good. Everything else is bad. Yeah, the alien The action is bad. Yeah. The CGI is, it's all, it's all- The effects don't- You've seen it a million yeah, times. Yeah, the effects look fine. Like the aliens- look good it's just there i don't i i disagree with the quality that i think the design is is stupid and derivative to the point i'm so sick of seeing this kind of alien yeah i i more mean like in a vacuum of like they looked like the the cgi the basically effect, like the, the effects, creature effects yeah looked good. the effects look good yeah yeah but yeah it's and the monsters and they're to... they're sc- they're legitimately scary in a few scenes like they fuck yeah. people up in this movie it's pg-13 yeah. but people get fucked up but there's there's no action that it, the action is dull and br- big and CG. It's the cruise ship crashing into the thing, and it all looks fake because it's just so it's shot bad. It's shot in a way that like it's just you don't believe it or you don't feel impacted by it for the most part. There's no so dumb it's good moments. There's no like deep blue sea, you know, mm-hmm. uh, stuff. Uh, the jokes are forced. Uh, they're, they're, there's they're no reason to a, watch this movie. Right, they're funny in a vacuum, but they don't make any sense. Like when Chris Pratt starts riffing on the chair he's being strapped in for his test, it's like his character has not been like this at all up no, to this it feels, point. It feels like they didn't write him in. Yeah, and they just started rolling. And they're like, oh, and uh, could you do some jokes right right here? Just do, do some jokes. Yeah, and it's like by jokes they just sort of like observe things. Yeah, I, that- I, yeah, I, I I mentioned that earlier. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's and because it's not written, it's it's more out of character for Chris Pratt. It's it's pretty in line with Sam Richardson's character, although it it dips out of it, uh, like with the gun bit, even though that was a funny bit. Right. Um, yeah, it just when you there's 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 pluses and minuses to having your when you hire funny people because there's funny people in this movie, um, having them riff uh, it, because it's it's not scripted, so it can be completely out of character. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Because when you when you tell a, a comedic performer to riff, they're thinking about 
gags. They're not thinking about, well, what does this mean for my character? Right. It's always out of place. It's yeah. like characters going to go meet death and they're doing jokes. Yeah. Um, the fucking volcano kid. Like, that's one of those where Ugh. it's like, there was a few moments like that. Why didn't like he that. meet like his... that kid in the future? Like, I thought that's what they were setting up. Right. Um, the wife just coming up with the, oh, they have the wrong date. Like, there's a lot of moments where yeah. they need to realize things that are very obvious. Yeah. And so they, like, go to, like... Some random character just say it. Yeah. And, and again, it made me think, like, okay, so you, you can communicate with the future. You don't even need to send people. You can just, like, radio they... information to each other. Why haven't they been sending technology supplies back and forth like she's like we don't have the equipment to synthesize it here well then send us the blueprints for your time machine we got 30 years to build it like what are we doing yeah there's so many it's like we're running out of equipment fucking send some planes through i don't know or i don't know it's (laughs) you introduce time travel and you make it as loose as they did and you make it so that we're sending thousands if not millions of people back and forth through time Raises with gear. so with many gear. questions. They have, a, they have equipment. It's not Terminator rules. No, it's not Terminator rules. You raise so many questions that you can't answer. Mm-hmm. And they try to yada yada, and it's like, I'm sorry. You just, like, no amount of jokey responses or, like, like technical jargon is going to make, is going to fix this. It's broken. Your premise is broken from the start. Mm-hmm. Unless you add... You know, again, Terminator, it's like, oh, it's just one person and the fucking time travel machine doesn't, it's, it's, it's a desperate act. It's not something we're doing regularly. It's why the later Terminators fall apart. Cause it's like, oh, we're just sending people to and from time now. Everybody has a time machine suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not clever. <laughs> There's nothing clever no, here. Dude, everything about this movie is derivative. It's it's a yeah. bunch of concepts from every successful or popular science fiction movie, uh, alien invasion movie, the past couple of decades. Like it's got Independence Day in there. It's got Edge of Tomorrow in there. It's, yep. Um, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow had rules. It said, okay, only certain people experience this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if blank happens, you can't. There's stakes. They again rules rules yeah uh and they have to be rules that limit the characters because otherwise yeah this movie this movie should have been five minutes it's one of those where it's like the answers are so obvious and not in a way where it's like like uh like like when you watch the movie several times you're like oh wait a second it's not that it's so obvious from the start that it's just so broken and frustrating yeah because they spent so much money on it. Yeah. This is a very expensive movie. Yeah. And it, it all comes down to this script is terrible. Yeah. It's it a has, very, very bad script. Yeah. <laughs> it has a, a, a perfectly fine cast. You got J.K. Simmons all swole up. Yep. Like, you'd think that'd be enough to carry this movie. Uh, but they use him twice. He's he's barely in the movie. Um, You got... Um, um, Sam Richardson and the the yeah. the guy's name who I keep forgetting Darius or Dario they disappear for about an hour and then yes, come back I, for I the finale. I wasn't sure we were going to see them again because yeah. they set up all this character and stuff and then they just vanish. And then they vanish. Yeah, we do like, not wait. see them for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's like why did we even have them? Yeah. And then it's oh because of the end. Yeah, we had to have them for the finale. Yeah. 
Uh, and of course, they make it so that we don't have to feel bad they die, the ones who die, because it's like, oh, they were going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. He had cancer. Like, they, it's there's so many moments like that where it's like, where it's like, oh, obviously he's going to die heroic. They did, they, they're so, because they, they do the thing where they set up at the beginning where it's like, like all the, all the setups are so sweaty where he's like, I got nothing to live for. And it's like, oh, okay, you're going to sacrifice yourself. Uh, Volcano Kid's like, I just want to talk about volcanoes. And it's like, okay, you're going to come in later uh, doing volcano stuff. There's, there's no reason to put it in otherwise. You know, it's all so telegraphed. Uh, and I really can't stress enough, none of this would matter if, like, I, I think none of this would matter if the characters and the action was charismatic and good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, you can do... It's not dumb enough. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's still possible. I mean, it's it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have anything like even if uh, it's even if you can't follow your own rules, you could still like salvage a story by having a compelling character or some, you know, like a like a story. But there's no story here either. So there's just nothing for anybody to latch yeah. on to. I guess what I mean is like in Deep Blue Sea. There's no reason to be studying those fucking sharks in the middle of the ocean. You bring them to dry land. Mm-hmm. You bring them to an aquarium and you study them. It's it's the foundation of Deep Blue Sea is dumb. Uh, she's making br- brains of sharks bigger uh, to, to study Alzheimer's. It's dumb. It's weird. But like the movie is so charismatic yeah. and so silly that it doesn't matter. You're not watching it for that reason. This starts from a very dumb premise. And what it needed was like, yeah, lean into it. Have dinosaurs. Like, who gives a fuck? This you're 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 starting with a stupid premise, and instead they try to make it serious and gritty. And, and it like, could have been serious and gritty, but they just didn't like. If you're, they fucked if you're gonna every that, single have, thing up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. It, and yes, uh, worst of all, as you mentioned, it's boring. It's boring. Like, it's hard to pay attention it's to. It's so boring, and it's so fucking long. Yeah. Why are movies so long now? I don't know, man. Ugh. It's, it's fucking wild. Yeah, the frustration of this movie is like... It's the same feeling I get when I watch, even though they're wildly different types of films, like the new Star Wars, where it's like the writing process, you just you see all the fucking yeah the 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 uh, all the all the moving parts it's like it's, it's like so reading. obvious and like yeah and sweaty and desperate and it's like pathetic it's kind of pathetic yeah you know yeah yeah it's it's like reading a, a, a google doc where you can see like all of the notes and comments and stuff that people have made yeah yeah and it's just like you can like and again, that's why I pity like writers from this because it just feels like there was some under this like mountain of bullshit. Some writer being like, "Well, I kind of want to make it about global warming," and I don't know, maybe this thing with his daughter is an interesting idea. Like, there's a couple ideas where it's like, "Oh, I can see like maybe the original heart of this fucking husk, this bloated husk." Uh, somewhere in it, there was someone who had maybe, an idea. Maybe, but there's like 18 different things that it could have been about there's there's yeah. there's there's a lot of potential arcs and 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 you know, threads that it that it introduces and then abandons like there's a lot of ideas yeah. this this movie uh, we've said a few times is just a pile of concepts with nothing to hold them together 
Yeah. And they're all derivative the daughter, concepts. It's all stuff you've seen in, in every other movie. I think the daughter, the father-daughter relationship was the only thing to me that felt like it could have been original, which was the idea that he goes to the future, meets his daughter, and in her timeline, he was a deadbeat dad. And in her timeline, he fucked them over. And there's there's something interesting there. But as you pointed out, they can't make Chris Pratt bad. Mm-hmm. So they don't explore that. Um, and instead, they have to do scenes where it's like, like, I would have liked a scene where they're hashing stuff out. Instead, they have to like go to capture the queen, even though why would they be the people to do that? Right. Why can't it be people under them? She's a colonel and, and she's and getting she, in the hole with the queen. She's a colonel and she's the only person who like knows how to synthesize this yeah. thing. She's trying like, why would we send her in the hole? Right. Same reason why would she send her dad into the war zone yeah. immediately? It's to have action. It's someone saying, well, why do we should see that? And it's like, well, then have multiple characters. Yeah. <laughs> I agree we should see it. She shouldn't be there. Yeah. She shouldn't be <laughs> it there. doesn't make dumb. sense for these characters to be there. Right. But they couldn't, they didn't have enough time. That's the thing. It's both long and it feels like they are trying to cram in. It's, like the it's first, because it's a pile of concepts. Yeah. The first <laughs> shot is over the neighborhood and you hear Chris Pratt talking about himself. Yeah. Yep. And he's on the phone at a job interview and the things he said didn't match with like he's then. Ex- he's it's ex- like, yeah. He's explaining his like military a, history. Yeah. And it's like a voiceover and then it cuts to him talking. But it's like, oh, he was on the phone. Uh, but clearly it felt like they added that later because right. they needed more exposition. There's a lot of scenes where people like say it's a, there's a lot of like the news when they cut to the news montage and the news is like, so as you all know, yeah. this is what's been happening. And yeah. it's like, why would this be in the news? Yeah. A lot of characters just shouting who they are. The guy being like, oh, I hate the beach. And oh, this is my deal. Oh, yeah, this is my deal. And they're all just saying the things that they feel and that they are because there's no time to actually organically get it out it's also extremely badly written in every possible way yeah Yeah, every conceivable way yeah so yeah uh yeah this is a script this is a script that when you get to this draft someone should have been like i I, look we've worked for like a year on this script we need to hit the reset button (laughs) like someone should have been like we need to wipe everything out and start over yeah because we've lost the thread this is a that's what it feels like we are are in the weeds right now (laughs) Yeah, this feels like draft 15 where yeah. people kept adding stuff and no one thought to take anything away. Uh, and, and it just kept compounding into this fucking monster. Yeah, well, when you have six producers on a project, you can't delete someone's idea because right. they got money in it. Exactly. That's oh. how you get movies made. Uh, I don't, I'm done. I'm done too. <laughs> I'm absolutely done. My Don't see this movie. Like, I, no, I, don't see this I'm movie. begging don't, you. And this is the only time I will say this. But I want to go back real quick, just back to what Chris Pratt said about the way you get ahead is is to do the, th- the stuff that people won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to encourage everyone listening to to just get that the fuck out of your brain. Don't think about that. Yeah. And I urge you to, only time I'll ever say this, I urge you to listen to the wisdom of the Joker uh, in, the, <laughs> in the Dark Knight when he says very pointedly, if you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> Yeah, no, that is that but is I, the smartest thing I the would, Joker has ever said. I would said. like to expand upon that and just say, uh, further. I would I take that a little bit further. Don't do anything for free. Don't do any kind of work for free. 
Yeah. Don't do that. For the love of God. <laughs> it's it's such a toxic yeah. idea. It's why we have Amazon. Anyway. Yeah. It's why we have a lot of things. It's why we have a lot of things. Ah, <clears throat> uh, Christ. All right. <laughs> uh, what what are we doing? Uh, we plug we plug our Patreon. Uh huh. That's what we're doing. Do it. Uh, hey folks, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. If you go on there, there's some exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder's a maniac and Star Trek: The Next Futurama. And we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Uh, we w- will not be watching this movie. I don't. I don't imagine we will be. No. Um. And like, I can't. St- even if you're like, I want to see this car wreck. It's not the kind of car it's, wreck you want to uh, see. It, it's just it. This ate up my entire morning watching yeah, this, this movie. It's it was it was miserable experience. Yeah, this is the kind of car wreck that makes you feel bad after. It's so it's like, uninteresting. Yeah. It's, it's it's a car wreck that it's like a fender bender with right a, it's a like somebody lady yeah it's somebody's who doesn't engine, have insurance well it's somebody's engine dying in a tunnel and you're stuck in traffic for four hours that's the kind yes. of car accident it is yeah it's um, a real piece of shit yeah, it's a real boring stupid piece of shit that just takes time from you that you'll never get back so in a way i guess it's uh, on theme um yeah. we also have a store tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed where you can get t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of things uh so check that out. Yeah, check that out. Don't watch you, this goddamn you, movie. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it, Do guys. not reward this. And I feel bad because, you know, there's people. Like, I like Sam Richardson. He's a friend of Cracked. He's in it. Um, yeah. And he's great. Nothing nothing against the artists in it. It's no. just, uh, Every, I don't want the producers doing the to be- feel like. All of the actors they, are doing the best they can with yeah, this, with this, with this uh, material. I just don't want the producers to feel like they did a good job. No, I do not didn't. want to reward any of the filmmakers for this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, 